podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm Katie. And, and this, this is One Kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast that goes with you throughout the wonderful twists and turns of your favorite TV romances, only for you to exit and go, oh, or <laughs> yay. Uh, we usually cover the things that you see on Hallmark, Netflix, and other similar kinds of things. So Hannah, what do we got today? Today we're going to talk about a Hallmark movie that aired this year in uh, 2020, which I'm still having trouble saying. 2020. 2020. But also just like, I've written 201 for all the dates and then having to like make that last one, like a two in that way that you do. Like I don't get all the way to the 19, but it's the one. Yep. And then I'm like, nope. Doesn't do that. Okay. The second two just now has a line through it. (laughs) Sort of like the dollar sign. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, we're talking about a Hallmark movie called Amazing Winter Romance. Um, And I'll give you what Hallmark says, and then I think you should talk about the title. Yeah. You you felt me itching to do it. So, thank you. (laughs) Because I was very proud of you for figuring it out before they aired the movie and it came up in the movie. (laughs) Um, So, this is a little blurb that Hallmark says. When journalist Julia goes back home to find inspiration, she discovers her childhood friend has built a giant snow maze, which prompts her to find her way to true love. And it stars Jesse Schramm and Marshall Williams. So, when I saw the ad for this movie... um, First, I thought, amazing winter romance. Have we, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel when it comes to Hallmark titles that are just generic enough that you don't need to know exactly what they're about to write the script. Um, however, when um, I was like, oh my God, we have to watch this one because with a title like Amazing Winter Romance, it's got to be bad. Um, Hannah looked it up and she's like, oh yeah, uh, this one seems to have another snow maze in it. And I was like, what? It's called Amazing Winter Romance. <laughs> How dare they do that? <laughs> you know what? It's just occurring to me that we should have figured this out even faster. Because on Governor's Island, when we played hooky for podcasting that one time and went and did the maze, you had to find the wor- the letters to a maze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I guess... Uh, maze things, amazing things is sort of a podcast trope for us now. I guess so. We just like mazes. Oh, I do like mazes. I do too. And it was a new and noteworthy for a previous podcast. Yeah, that's true. What movie was that? I kept Cherished Memories, A Gift to Remember too. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I know they talked about it, but I like could not for the life of me remember which movie they talked about it in. Yeah. No, it was that one. Okay. It was great. Anyway. So let's talk about this movie. Jessie Schramm stars as Julia Miller, an inspirational writer in Chicago. She's lost her spark, and nothing she's writing is inspirational at all. Uh, But because her boss is also her friend, she's been given the assignment to write about why small towns are magical and inspirational, and is told to go to visit her parents in the small town where she grew up, which is Williston, North Dakota. Upon arriving in Williston, Julia's parents inform her that her best friend from childhood, Nate, who's played by Marshall Williams, 
um, has built something amazing on his farm. Like, nobody actually tells her what it is. But no, but it's... They're like, it's so cool. It's so cool. Do they keep going? I, kn- I know they don't do this, but it'd be great if it's like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, no, they, they don't do it, it but it's- they they might as well. Um, and so Nate lives with his sister. It's, it's really his sister's farm, I think. But he lives with his sister and her daughter. So his sister's name is Brooke. Her daughter's name is Ava. Um, and he's been living with them since Brooke and her husband broke up. And I guess Brooke needs him living with her under the same roof rather than just in the same town. He's just being supportive. Yeah. But also, I would... I don't quite get it, but it's whatever. Um, but anyway, Julia decides she has to go figure out what this amazing thing that everybody's talking about is. So the amazing thing turns out to be a gigantic snow maze. This is just like a corn maze, but is made out of snow. It's so cool. Uh, literally. <laughs> it was a um, it was a community effort to build, um, and everyone is loving it. And But word is not really spreading. It's really just being utilized a lot by the people who helped build it or yeah. contributed to it. I mean, they're using it for, like, school. Yeah. They keep um, creating curriculum. <laughs> around around a maze. Around the maze. <laughs> um, but it, it's, it's really neat. Um, but while the town knows about it and loves it, it's not actually making any money, um, which may or may not be the point, but it has a lot of really cool features, such as ice cream inside, which will stay cold all the time because it's North Dakota, and there's a fire pit, and there are food stands, and it's really quite the endeavor uh so julia and nate quickly fall back into their best friend ways they're both kind of like outdoorsy daredevil-y type people they like like to drive really fast some might say too fast (laughs) i I actually got legit nervous i thought there was going to be a car accident at one point (laughs) um they like to ride snowmail snowmobiles they like fishing you know they they like that kind of stuff. Those people. They're those people. They're they're people where I'm like, I appreciate you and I am not one of you and that's fine. I'll watch you from here. <laughs> um, and they, they have like a thing that clearly they did as kids where they would like dare each other to do things. Like I dare you or I double dare you. Um, Triple dog you know, dare. And, and you know, it's all about being like kind of one-upping each other it's, and kind of being the one that's like braver um, you know, it's really, they have a good relationship. Um, and they're just happy to be back together and hanging out. Cause even though they were best childhood friends and they keep saying they've known each other forever, basically, they also seem to have not seen each other in about 10 years or like yeah. been in contact. Yes. So old connection. Um, Julia is starting to feel inspired by the maze. Remember, she has to write an inspirational piece. So she decides to write her whole article about the maze. And she hopes that it will help get the maze some publicity at the same time. Um, the problem is she is kind of stuck. She's afraid of mazes. (laughs) It's such a, it's so contrived. And she can't go in due to some corn maze trauma that Nate put her through in the past. I guess she couldn't get out. I generally, I genuinely don't remember. Um, yeah, she, it was, she was stuck in a corn maze for like days, you know, like, no, weeks. It, it was something like 
an hour. And it's so <laughs> traumatizing that she can't come back into another maze. I mean, I guess I, I guess I get it. But um, she is afraid. Um, but so she won't go into this snow maze. And so she really can't describe it. She does a really good job at pretending to describe it, though. I feel like. I agree. She's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's also starting to fall for Nate, but does not want to admit it to herself, of course. Uh, She's especially hesitant because Skye, a newcomer to the town, uh, clearly has a thing for Nate. Um, They are, this is probably the best uh, rivalry I've seen. (laughs) We'll talk about it later. But um, Nate is super oblivious to all of it. He has no idea that Skye is really aggressively trying to get with him. Um... Though he, but he has been in love with Julia forever, so you know he doesn't see other women, right? But he also doesn't see that she's falling for him either. That's true. You know, he's just full on oblivious to all things around him. <laughs> so Julia is trying really hard to be friendly to Sky, um, but she's like just not feeling it. Like Sky is just sort of rubbing her the wrong way, and she seems to be trying too hard to fit into small town life because she's from New York. Um, and she's, you know, like overly embracing small town life mm. in a way that Julia is like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is too much. Right. Um, and plus, as a rival love interest, it's hard for Julia. Like, she doesn't really, you know, it's like even if they were friends, they were going to have a difficult relationship anyway. Yeah. Um, but Skye is also, like, not a bad person. We, I think we genuinely like her in the movie. Yeah. Um, because she, like, is interesting and she has some pretty good ideas, like lighting up the maze so that it can be open longer and people can go around all night. So Julia is just kind of, like, struggling with her emotions. (laughs) Yup. So in order to clear her head, Nate takes Julia Ice skating! Hooray! Um, And on the walk home, he basically writes her article for her, um, and she runs away inspired to write it. It is a great article, and and as soon as it posts, people from all over the Midwest start arriving in Williston to see the maze. Uh, It becomes real news, even getting on the local TV, and Nate promises to make it an annual thing. Yeah. So, Julia, in that way people do when they kind of want to know, but also don't want to know and don't want to give away their own feelings and they want to, like, they're trying to feel somebody out, mm-hmm. kind of pushes Nate to ask Sky on a date. Sort of in the, like, clearly hoping that he'll say, like, no, I'm not, I'm, like, definitely don't want to do that. Uh, so, Nate doesn't give her a satisfactory answer to her. He's like, maybe. I don't know. He's kind of wishy-washy on it. And he actually doesn't ask Sky out, but Sky asks him out, and he goes. <laughs> um, so Nate and Sky go to have tea, because it's a Hallmark movie. Um, and during this, like, sort of date thing, a sky realizes that she is trying too hard to like small towns and that she really wants to go back to New York and Nate is not for her. So they I don't even want to say they break up because they weren't together, but they they mutually agree that like the tea date is now kind of maybe like more like therapy and now it's gonna be over. <laughs> <laughs> they put the lid on it. Yeah. They're, they're like, s- um no. No. 
Bye. And then, and like, bye. <laughs> bye. Uh, but meanwhile, uh, Julia realizes that she needs to face her fears. <laughs> and she goes through the maze. Um, she goes through the maze alone at night, which seems odd if you're afraid <laughs> of mazes. Right. However, um, Sky like made had that idea of lining it up really pretty with twinkle lights. Right. Well, I mean, that was lovely. I actually think it was dumb because if something happened to her, there was no one to hear her scream. <laughs> There was no one to hear her scream, and then they would have to go through the maze to find her. <laughs> Can you imagine? I've got you. Eh, eh, eh. Oh no, dead end. Well, because eh, also, eh. I have to say, unlike a coin maze, where like if something terrible happens, you could just go through it. This has like wooden. Yeah, posts. Yeah, like it, it seems like it's actually solid that you would not be able to go through the snow. Yeah, or the well, but it's also North Dakota in the winter, so that's that ice is packed. It's oh like yeah, ice I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it's pretty solid. Like yeah. you, it's actually logically more scary than a. I would agree. A, Anyway. So she really faces her fears and goes through <laughs> the maze alone at night. Um, when it's closed, by the way, she's trespassing <laughs> fully. The lights are off and she goes back and turns them on <laughs> and then lights a spike sparkler. So there is fire also involved with this. Granted, she's around snow. She's fine. That's true. Um, But it is really a beautiful flea shot film part. Anyway, so she goes to the maze alone at night, um, and this romp through the maze basically makes her realize everything she needs to know about her life so far. It's like magic, zen, quiet snow maze. Um, so she runs, she gets out of the maze, first of all, <laughs> safe and sound, and she goes to tell Nate, and she finds him on his date with Sky. Even though it's not really a date, of course, uh, but, you know, she sees it and it's like wah-wah. So she decides that she should go back to Chicago. So Nate finds out that Julia was looking for him, because Brooke tells him, um, and that she went through the maze. She even signed the maze's guest book, because this is a snow maze that has a guest book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And... (laughs) Tell me about your experience with the snow maze. Got it. <laughs> I found my way out. But, she, you know, her her signed thing was something like, you know, this maze led me to my heart. Or, you know, it's something cheesy, but, you know. It was amazing. Amazing. Um, so Nate goes to tell Julia how he feels. But she's already left, so her dad, who owns a company that plows all the roads in town, mm-hmm. something like that, it's a little unclear, I, you know, but he, he has a ton of plows and people that work for him who have plows. Um, and those cool orange vests. Yeah. So he calls out his people and he's like, block the roads, keep her here. So she gets, she gets stopped. And so, like, via fake snow removal people sorry ma'am the road's closed ahead we literally chose your path for you (laughs) (laughs) Um, so nate finds julia and admits um well he finds her knowing full well where she is because he caused the roadblock (laughs) 
Um, but he admits that he wants her to stay and he wants to be with her. As she admits, her run through the maze led her to the same realization and she is meant to stay in Williston. And they kiss. And since one kiss means forever, we see them running through the maze together as they will for the rest of their lives. <laughs> the, the end. end. <laughs> like, I feel so torn about this movie in that it was very light on the plot. <laughs> yeah. But also, it almost was just sort of like a snapshot of like two people having a relatively good relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm here for it. It looked to me like a really long advertisement for a snow maze. <laughs> I know, but it worked. I want one. Well, yeah. I mean, it was, it's really fun. I think that, like, the idea of the snow maze is really captivating and really fun. But it'd be one of those things. But you're like, yay! You're pent up. You're like, I'm going to do it. Get some ice cream. You have some cocoa. And then you get to the end and you're like, all right, now what? We just drove from Utah. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would have hated to, like drive there like if mm. I, I would have been a pretty happy like williston resident yeah snow maze person yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i wouldn't want to go that far um, what do you think pe- snow maze enthusiasts call themselves mazers i was thinking the same thing <laughs> yeah we're gonna be mazers man snow mazers <laughs> Is there anything you want to talk about before we get into... I have a lot of notes. Okay, so I feel like I want to let our listeners in on our process. Okay. Um, so sometimes Hannah and I watch these together and we make notes at the same time. But Hannah is the one who writes our synopses. Um, so uh, I, since Hannah had already written the synopsis before I watched the movie... I didn't even bother writing one for myself, so I just took notes on <laughs> what the fuck moments. Um, I'm kind of interested if you have the same what the fuck moments <laughs> as I do. <laughs> Maybe we should just go through our. Do you? I have a like a list of. I have a list of my notes that are sort of hallmark or hallmarks, but we can just go through what we say. Well, I, I have I have hallmark hallmarks, and then I have what the fuck moments. So let's do our hall, hallmark hallmarks because okay. I actually don't have too many written down. Okay. Um, I, I have a few. Um, okay. So the first one is that it's somebody who's going back home to a small town from the city. That's a good one. I wrote, um, the parents want their kid to end up with their hometown sweetheart, the one that they grew up with. Yeah. I called that people being pushy about them being together. <laughs> yeah. Which takes to the first thing that I wrote, and wrote down is the whole thing fucking town wants julia and nate to get together it's almost like they have secret pins of the let's get julia and nate together club but also her her boss friend also is kind of into that um there was a snowball fight sort of i have i heard sort of too (laughs) she just show she just kind of shoves the snow in his face yeah and then they also kind of throw something later but it's not a full-on fight yeah yeah um i have precocious child even though it's a niece in this case. That was my next one as well. Yay. Uh, and I have ice skating. Oh, um, yes, I have ice skating too. 
The thing about the snowball fight that I wrote down is they turned the you got something right there into, into a snowball fight. So I thought that was a new Hallmark thing. That's I have that in my new and noteworthy. <laughs> <laughs> this movie we watched separately in case that was unclear. But um, <laughs> we had a lot of similar thoughts apparently. Yeah, we did. That's all I had. Yeah, that's all I had too. Cool. So, what the fuck moments? Okay, so, there's one part where Brooke, I guess, is a teacher. She, like, teaches elementary school, and she brings her kids, her class, over to the snow maze periodically to, like, incorporate it into their lessons. And they're, they had an art lesson, and they're going to go hang their art in the snow maze. Mm-hmm. And they have to go find a wall to put it on. But there are already nails to hang up. <laughs> and I was just sitting there like, why? This is really upsetting to me. Well, actually, I think it was Brooke and Skye who, Sky was, Skye was part of that. Oh, yeah. So this is after the lights were hung up, I think. So she, maybe Skye, like, went in earlier and put more of, like, the same nails that they used for the lights. Maybe. Don't know. But... It felt very dangerous to me. The The nails stuck out way too far. <laughs> I, uh, I actually wrote that down, too, but for a different reason. <laughs> because I, I loved that they were... Um, I, what I wrote was, I love the education and the maze together. Hanging art in the maze, I think that's great. Because I, myself, am an art administrator. That's my day yeah. job. But... I think that might help people solve the maze faster. <laughs> if they're like, definitely saw that painting before, we don't go this way again. <laughs> true. Very true. Um, but the other thing about that moment is they tell the kids to go in and do the maze, and they don't go in with them. <laughs> and I just have a big all-caps note of like, who is watching the children? They're alone in the maze. <laughs> Like, in theory, you're going to have that one kid who, like, wanders into the nail. <laughs> well, there's going to be, yeah. But I'm thinking more of, like, nobody's getting hurt. Everybody's fine. But there's the one kid that wandered off by themselves and can't get out of the maze, but you can't find either. And so you know they're there, yeah. but, like, you also can't find them. And it's, like, and now, like, the school is going to let out, but we're still here waiting for this one kid who we have to somehow get out of the maze and everybody's yelling and crying and cranky. <laughs> I feel like you... This is a personal story, Hannah. <laughs> you know what? It kind of is. Yeah. Not a snow maze, but it has to do with the... I went to I went to a camp when I was little, and I have a pretty good sense of direction. I just do. And... I distinctly remember this. I was probably like five or six. It was I was quite little, but we went on a hike, and we were supposed to turn. And we we went we like drove somewhere, and left our lunch boxes, and went on a hike. And we were supposed to go back to this like picnic area where we left our lunch boxes to have lunch. And we go on the hike, and then there was a turn, and the counselors was like, "No, this is not the turn." And I remember so clearly me and one other little kid being like absolutely that turn (laughs) and I'm sure this is wrong because it can't possibly be right but I remember rumor mill at the time being that we ended up walking an extra 10 miles (laughs) oh my god I'm sure that (laughs) I'm sure it's wrong but I can tell you 
we started at the top of a mountain and we were supposed to stay around the top of the mountain. We definitely got to the bottom of that, that mountain. Without your lunch. Without lunch. And we ended up like on, and we had nothing. We had like no water, no money, no oh nothing. Oh my gosh. And, and this was also pre-cell phones. And we, so we ended up in like the, like, I want to, I almost want to call it a lawn, even though that doesn't quite make sense. But there was like a little general store at the bottom of the mountain. And it had, like, a grassy area. And I distinctly remember some of the children being so hungry, they started to eat the grass. No. <laughs> and I remember oh. being so upset that the counselors wouldn't listen to me. And we could have turned where we were supposed to turn and none of it Anna, would have happened. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then... Somebody had to go get our lunchboxes. Oh, we had to like drive them. helicopter them to you. Jeez. Uh, we were just, I mean, and also we were relatively little. So I, I think it was probably like college students, like two or three college students and 15 like six year olds. Oh like gosh. it just sounds like the worst thing ever. And I just was, you know, I think of like, it was bad for me, but it must have been really bad for me. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh my God. <laughs> I think we should probably get back to the maze. <laughs> but that does sound like it. Yeah. I'm sorry that I brought you back there. No, it's totally <laughs> funny. It's actually a funny story now. Um, but yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, I, Did you have any more what the fuck moments? I, I do. Um, yeah, I do. Uh, I... I felt okay. Okay, I feel like I should just like say them in a in a row and then explain them maybe if I need to. Um, first of all, um, Jesse Schramm. Oh, here's something. Jesse Schramm. I wrote down that her dad does not look old enough to be her dad. I agree. And I tried to look up how old he was, but his age is not listed on IMDb. But fun fact, he is married IRL to his wife in this movie. Oh, really? So they're a real life couple. Oh. But her age is listed, so she would have had to have been 20 or 21 to give birth to Jesse Schramm, which is not out of the realm of possibility. No. But um, a young mother. Um, when they went ice skating, I loved that um, someone like skated between them. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed it out loud because I'm like, those assholes exist. <laughs> Yes, they do. They always bump into me because I can't skate. Um, I said, uh, going on to off the thing about uh, them being daredevils and stuff, they just find themselves on an awful lot of vehicles. Yeah, there's a lot of vehicles, but I think they're vehicle people. They drive snowplows yes. and a snowmobile and horses. Yeah, but like I think that's kind of, you know, like they feel like people who like cars i don't get it i don't get it but i those those people also exist they do they like got really excited with at the look of like that that snowmobile like like, they they knew things about it that like i i was kind of like those are words (laughs) (laughs) they they mean absolutely nothing to me um but i'll like i i did think about the snowmobile like nate is a terrible influence on her yeah he just just like yeah you should do it it. like and she's like no we shouldn't and he's like but we should and i mean she nothing bad happened but i don't know you don't take a 
clearly very expensive snowmobile out without asking. And they they did park it on the lake. Yeah, right. <laughs> they just parked on the lake and sat there. I was, I'm I was, sure it was frozen solid, but... I was slightly worried that we were going to have a crack situation. <laughs> I was too, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it was scary. Yeah. Um, and, and again, they, they, they're like plowing like the school parking lot or something and they're doing like wheelies in it practically yeah they're playing and they're playing chicken with the snow plows yeah and like they are inches apart bad idea it was it was scary as a a viewer it was scary (laughs) it was not cute and romantic to me but maybe it was to other people um speaking of romance well not really romance but um there were other romantic interest. I really liked Sky, mm-hmm. but when we, I think when we find out that she's from New York, um, or at one point she's coming from like a post, the post office, and her parents had sent her Junior's cheesecake. I wrote that down too. <laughs> and while Junior's cheesecake is delicious, like that's the first thing she mentions about what she wants to get back to because she wants to go to New York. She's like, I don't want to be in a small town. I love New York. I mean, the cheesecake. (laughs) And I'm like, is that the only thing that you care about? Is that the only thing about New York? And did Junior's pay for this advertising? (laughs) (laughs) Also, I kept thinking like, yeah, Junior's is, is good. But like, I don't know any New Yorkers who like habitually go to Junior's because it's just overly crowded and we don't handle that well. And it's expensive. And it's expensive. Yeah. Right. And it's like it's it's good cheesecake. Yeah. But like so is all the other cheesecake. Junior's is like any tourist attraction, the thing that New Yorkers do when people are visiting yeah, out of town. Right, it's of like course. the Empire State Building. Right. No, it's it's that I I totally agree with you. But it's like I can't imagine a somebody moving away from New York and getting a care package with juniors in it. That's just crazy. I guess you need something like New York famous, but I felt like it should be like like she got authentic New York bagels or something. Yeah, like Russ and Daughters. Yeah, like, like it <laughs> H&H bagels, which I think somebody did do H&H bagels in a movie and I can't remember oh, which maybe. one. And then like I get that people would know juniors, but also I think juniors you can just I think they sell into grocery stores. So I, I think you're right. So I think you could get them anywhere. Also, I was very confused about her parents' house. I don't know if you know. I didn't pay attention to that. <laughs> we zoom out, and it is giant. It is giant. It's got a three-car garage. Yeah. I was just like, I'm sorry, the snowplow man has three-car garage and like a... What? <laughs> I, I... A, I... Mm, probably sure the cost of living in North Dakota oh, is I'm fairly sure it's, low. I'm sure. They've got the space to build big. And, uh, mafia. <laughs> They're in North Dakota. They're probably in the Canadian pharmaceutical running ring. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm buying into it 100%. <laughs> in this plot I just made up. It will be on Lifetime next week. <laughs> My dad the drug runner. <laughs> <laughs> A comment on healthcare in the U.S. <laughs> All right. Um, pretty parade. Um, I know you probably paid more attention to the coats. I, um, I counted three. Four. Okay. Um, which, which, you know, I was kind of like, 
bullshit, but also... She might have some in the closet. Yeah. I was kind of... Yeah. I kind of let it go. Um, I have... I have a pretty parade that goes into sort of an anti and then an anti. So if you Go have... for it. That, that was really all. I didn't write anything down. Oh, okay. Um, so in her bedroom and the house, there were um, twinkle lights on mm-hmm. the headboard that were sort of covered by like white tulle, mm-hmm. which was really, really pretty. Um, I couldn't help but think of the dust, but... <laughs> <laughs> But I uh, but then if you paid attention to the way that the room was set up, the lights sort of carried down also onto the floor, but still covered by the white tool. Oh, that's so weird. it was like there was a pile of light and white tool running alongside the wall on the floor. And I was like, that doesn't look very pretty. No, that's weird. More <laughs> <Or> practical. <laughs> also, fire hazard. It's Yeah. Yeah, no. I don't mean do I'm that. all for twinkle lights in your bedroom, but that was just kind of weird. Um, and then my big anti-pretty parade was the giant croissant. <laughs> <laughs> it took me so long to get to, like, croissant. I, I was like, is it wrapped? She's got to unwrap. Like, there's, there's, this is covered in, like, brown paper, and she's going to take it off, right? <laughs> what we're describing <laughs> is a Scott. When we first meet Sky, she goes, goes into the local bakery, and um, she has this, like, giant, like, it's probably five feet long. Yeah, it's like it's big. It's really huge, and it's really just like brown paper wrapped up on itself with like little brown paint lines going horizontally around it in a crescent shape. And it's like her. I made some art for you for the bakery. I love small towns. This kind yeah, of thing. it was just a weird moment. Uh, new and noteworthy. Um. So, I had a few. Um, some we've already talked about, like, uh, the snow maze and the, the snowball fight being their version of, like, you have a little bit of something. Snow. Um, I did like that she, like, her father, like, made fun of her because she was a fast driver. (laughs) We didn't get any of those, like, women are not good drivers that they could have fallen into. It went, it was just, like, you and your lead foot. And I was like, I appreciate that, like, everybody trusts her as a driver. She's just maybe not the safest driver ever, but... She said she got her lead foot from her dad. Yeah, so. like, it, it it had nothing to do with gender. It was just sort of like, don't be an idiot, and That's anybody right. could have that. So I was I was onto that. And also they made these really pretty ice lanterns, and I was into them. Did you have anything? Um, I said it was new and noteworthy that they didn't make put too much makeup on Jesse Schramm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, we've been noticing a lot, especially with the holiday movies, that they're putting on a lot of makeup with the Hallmark women lately. And um, I loved that she looked au natural and she also looked like it was cold outside. Like yeah. her face was a little pink uh, in a good way. Yeah, and she was a little chapped and stuff. Yeah, so that's all that I had. Did you have a supporting shout-out? Um, I said I liked Sky's earnestness, but that was earnestness, but that was about it. I picked her mom. Oh, fun! Because you know Jesse Stram says like I didn't know you, or no, it wasn't Jesse Stram. It was the, the dad being like I didn't know you knew about that or something, and she just does the like I'm watching you eye point thing with like the two fingers. It's like wide open all the time, <laughs> <laughs> and it was such a like. I don't know. It was very endearing. I liked it. Yeah, well, they are married in real life, yeah. so they got they had that chemistry. Yeah. 
Oh, there's one other thing that I I forgot to talk about. I have to, and maybe this should go in Pretty Parade, but we've passed it. I forgot. We can't go back. We can never go back. Never go back. Um, But in all the promos for this movie, I was all prepped to be like, why did they pick this guy? He is so weird looking. Yeah. He's way cuter in the actual movie to me. He is, but he's still so vanilla. I'm not sure I would recognize him in anything else. I, I agree with you, but like, I was all prepped to talk about how like, he was a new Adam Driver person where they're trying to convince me he's cute. Which they don't actually need to convince me he's cute. He is... He's cute. He's cute. He's very bland. He looks like everybody else. But he's, like, he is cute. He films fine. He apparently doesn't photograph well at all. (laughs) (laughs) Look at us objectifying men. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) He's no Tyler Hines, that's for sure. Kiss meter? (laughs) Kiss meter. Um... I rate, there were two kisses and I rated them both quickly. So the first kiss I said was a six because it was really tight lipped, but they had such good chemistry together that it was sort of like a shame. Mm. It's kind of a wet noodle. And, um, this, and the second kiss at the end in the maze was basically the same, but there was a dip. So it gets a seven. I'm nicer than you apparently when it comes to these kisses. I think it was. I gave it a, I, I only did the first one, and I did give it an eight, but oh. you know why? I, I didn't even look at it, really. It just felt like such a deserved kiss at that point. Fair. That I was like, yes. Nice. I believe you. I believe you've worked up to this kiss movie. <laughs> you know, and I guess now that we're analyzing the kiss, it is a kiss that two best friends, I think, would share for the first time. Yeah. I was looking for some passion. But I guess it didn't need it because they were friends. Yeah, they, it them. wasn't. It was sort of like, it was like already like comfortable. I love you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I hear that. Mm-hmm. So Hannah, would you watch this? I think I would. I think I'm. I'm. I'm a light yes. <laughs> like it, you know, it's not the world's best movie by any means. But I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I like and my note literally says, I'm surprised by my reaction. <laughs> I think this is a cute movie. I was all prepped to be like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And it and it exceeded my expectations, which were on the floor. So, you know, it's not saying much, but I thought it was cute. Like, I think this is one that I wouldn't hate rewatching. Mm. This is not one that I'm feeling like, oh, I need to own it or anything like that. But no, I, I think I have a new barometer for um, because we talked about this a little yeah. bit about like, would you go out of your way? Like, what would be the criteria? As, or like maybe owning it. I know that you do own some, <laughs> Hannah. That's awesome. You're my hero. <laughs> But um, my barometer for it is, will I remember this? Uh-huh. Um, like, when next Winterfest comes, am I going to be on the lookout 
to see if this one's around. Like, I was, like, excited to see um, Snow coming again. <laughs> um, not that I liked the movie, but I'm like, I would expect it to be there. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure this one would make the cut okay. next Winterfest. I felt it was pretty forgettable. Okay. Those... I think that's pretty fair, too. Yeah. I thought it was sweet. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with it. Like, um, I enjoyed the imagery when she's in the sparkler maze, and mm-hmm. it was lovely. Although I'm not sure who would willingly sit outside in the snow. They were outside a lot. Yeah, they were outside a lot. Just chilling. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. But, and I grew up in Arizona. I don't know what it means to just like sit on a chaise in the snow (laughs) for fun. Um, But, uh,. Yeah, I'm gonna say a a tepid yes. Yeah, I think I think we're around the same. Like, it wouldn't kill you to watch it, but you're not missing much if you yeah. don't. Yeah, agreed. There. Yeah. So that was amazing. Snip. Win- what is it? Amazing, amazing winter, winter romance. romance. <laughs> yeah. It was less of a romance than a coming together, though. Yeah. It, it, this is very much a like. We have picked a title via word generator. Make a movie. <laughs> I didn't. I even say like this sounds like something out of Christmical Role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our did. game that we made that generates Hallmark Christmas movie plots. Yep. <laughs> yes. Because it does. It is great. Yeah. Okay. So um, thank you. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, make sure that you follow us on the tweeters. <laughs> We're at one kiss means forever and one and four are numerical. Mm-hmm. And you can email us at one kiss means forever where everything is spelled out like it says on your podcast screen. At gmail.com. Oh yeah, we all, either I forget it or you forget it. <laughs> so I'm glad we have our backs. <laughs> yeah. Together. Uh, and thanks to Flint Pastors for our intro-outro music. You can find his stuff on SoundCloud and Spotify. And uh, thanks again for listening to us, friends. Yeah, so we will see you in two weeks, which is in between the... Yes, it is pre-Valentine's Day, post-Westminster Dog show. So we have a special one coming that relates to both of those things. Bark, bark. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Amazing snowmans as we eat your snow. <laughs> okay.